There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Luke Combs. It's the Big Dave Show. 8.30 and a happy uh, Fat Tuesday to you. Mostly sunny and 53 today right now. It is 41 here at B105. And Ashley's uh, phone is blowing up for some reason over there. And what in the world is going on over there? Yeah, I just received a text message that says, So dot, 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 is Dave getting back out in the dating world yet? Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. What do the dot, dot, dots mean? So they just want to know. This person will keep them anonymous. Keep them anonymous. But it's somebody that knows you good enough to text you. Might text me. And I want to know, because I'm always nosy. Oh, yeah. Up in your business. What is going on? Well, I, I did. Us. I did try. I'm not. I, I've decided I'm never going to do the online dating stuff. I'm just. That's not my did style. Did you even try? No, that no, no. You just already know. know. You don't want to try. Okay. I don't know. There's a part of me that's, that's like, hey, you see that? Oh, that's that guy from B105. Because we're all over like Facebook and social media and all that stuff. So I didn't want to do that. But um, uh, I think most people wouldn't even believe it. They'd be like, oh, somebody's using Big Dave as a profile pic. <laughs> Why would they pick God, him? Really? Thank you, Ashley. I mean, I, you know, there's a million other people. You could. I've seen my profile pics. But so have you been oh, on no, dates? I have. I tried for on? a while and, it, and the speed was just a little too fast for me. And I was like, I'm not ready for this yet so i just you know not and it's not like i'm scared of a relationship or anything like that it's just like i have a lot of things going on with the kids and, and work and uh you know uh, like there's netflix shows to watch oh, and just, yeah. oh. you can watch those with somebody no. else no. Netflix and chill comes in yeah. so <laughs> i just i'm kind of taking a sabbatical from it it's not like i want to you know no but i'm just kind of like backing off a little bit a little overwhelming at first I yeah guess, and back. the the thing that some people don't understand is I'm fine with not having that in my life. If, if it's in right my now. life, it's fine. If it's not, it's also fine. Well, I also think like love will find you instead of going like looking for it. Well, that's what Tasha said. So I pretty much our bougie empath said, you know. And she's always right. So yeah. who knows? I mean, we're going to be out and about this summer a lot at concerts. Mm-hmm. So right. you so never know. When it comes to the dating pool, you're not going to put a hook out there. You're just going to wait for a fish to jump in your boat. Yeah, that's what I, part of me thinks that stat because I'm like, okay, so I, I've limited myself with Can the online. Can she be a mermaid? Does it have to be a fish? <laughs> it's going to be a catfish. But I'm like, I've, I've limited myself with, you know, I'm not going to do the online thing. I don't want to try any of those apps or anything, but I'm like, so I basically look at my life and I basically, I come to work, I take my kids to stuff and then I basically sit at home to get ready to go to bed and come back to work. I'm like, is someone just going to walk through my front door and go, I'm here? No, you do <laughs> not want not that. That happen. is a stalker. Yeah. Well, no, that's not going to happen is what I'm saying. I, so I don't Yeah, know. so you got to put yourself out there just a little bit. I can't. Just a little bit. Yeah. Or you're going to run into them at the grocery store. Who knows? I'm not really trying very hard because I did go to a, a local bar with some friends a couple weekends ago and I wore sweatpants. So I don't know what kind of message that was sending out to prospective females, but... You're comfy, chilling. Maybe we should find a local matchmaker. Would you be open to that? A matchmaker? They you- have those. 
This That's isn't Fiddler on the Roof. It, it what in the world? It sounds like a 90s movie now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> romantic comedy. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, you know, am okay. I Matthew McConaughey and she's Cameron Diaz? Definitely is... not Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Maybe not a matchmaker, but definitely even, a wingman. I don't think those are even a thing anymore. I think they have they services. Are, yeah. All right. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, we were just talking about my, I guess, lack of dating life. Is that how we would say that, Ashley, on the air? Here? Yeah, yes. Right. And how I, but I, it's a self-imposed lack of sure. dating life. And Lori wants to comment here. Lori, what do you got? I think, you know, love will find you. Um, my personal experience is on a Saturday night back in um, 1986, I was at home in my pajamas on the couch. And all I did was answer the phone at midnight. And that phone call lasted 35 years. What, 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 what was the call about? Yeah, well, yeah that's why? Well, he called. He thought he was calling somebody else, and he got me. And I always said it was he called the wrong number, but he says he called the right number. But it was just a random phone call, and I just answered it at midnight. And, you know, we got married in 1990. We have two kids. We have a granddaughter. He passed away recently, but I wasn't looking, obviously, <laughs> but it found me. Okay. That's Ooh. crazy. I know it is. Should have been on Oprah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All I, I, I do know this. The other day, um, I was at home and I was eating lunch and I had taken off my pants and I was <laughs> I didn't want to spill anything <laughs> on them. It just got weird. Yeah. Well, no, I was just <laughs> lounging. But it was a really sunny day, so I opened my front door with a screen door so the sunshine can come through. Sure. And I didn't think anything. It was the middle of the day and somebody knocks on my door. And for me to get to my bedroom to put on pants, they're going to see me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh. man. Come on. So I just went to the door. I still had on a shirt. And it was yeah. kind of covered, but I was in my underwear. Luckily, oh it was a... Oh, my God. Boxers or tidy whities <laughs> uh, Boxer briefs. Oh, okay. I, I, I you're like not, the... You're, you're not going to find love opening your door in your underwear. What Do you think that's a chance, Lori? Hey, whatever works. Yeah. By the way, it was just a guy that was doing some tree work down the street and was passing right. out his business cards. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying, you know, you don't have to be looking for it if, you know, if the time is right and, you know, it, it will find you because obviously being at home in my pajamas watching TV, I wasn't looking for anything. When I'm but. doing that, I'm normally looking for a pizza. And that's, what, <laughs> that's another. I usually put on pants when I answer the door for them, though. <laughs> right. Thank you, Lori. You're welcome. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Everybody's moving to that music today because it is Fat Tuesday. Here we go, uh, getting ready for the Lenten season to start. But, you know, I mean, we hear Fat Tuesday. We know, hey, everybody's going to have Mardi Gras and a party. But really, what else does it mean? And that's why it's time to get with Stats Stacks of Fat Tuesday Facts. <laughs> you got it. I got yeah. it through there. The Dr. Seuss title at all. What do you got, Statman? Laissez les bon Tom roulet is what I say. Let the good times roll. That's a Cajun French there. Oh, oh wow. I like that. Yeah, Nicely les done. Les bon tom roulet. <laughs> they say it over and over again. But uh, it, it really is, it starts with carnival, which means in Latin, farewell to meat. Carne, okay. oh. val, see you later meat. So Fat Tuesday is the last day that we get to eat meat and indulge, which is why it's also pancake day. It's our last day to use up all those ingredients in the kitchen before we go into our 40 days of 
fasting and whatnot. So Fat Tuesday, we eat pancakes. We say farewell to meat. I tell you, any <laughs> day I eat pancakes is a fat day for me. I feel so I bloated. I have a pancake every day. <laughs> I love them. A protein pancake. <laughs> hey, do you have the uh, king cake? Have you guys seen those? Oh, yeah. Or, well, you know the history and the story of the baby inside. No. So that baby is baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And hiding inside, whoever gets that piece of cake next year has to bring the king cake. And they're oh. technically the king of that celebration. Okay. While you eat the cake. So okay. Yeah, it, I always thought it'd be good to find baby Jesus right. in the And then the you're cake. like, I got to bring the cake next Yeah, I, got, I don't know if that's a win or not. <laughs> but the cheap man in him says, no, I, no, I didn't find baby Jesus. <laughs> so they have that big parade that goes on down in, in Mardi Gras every year. And did you know it's law that everybody on a float has to wear a mask? Really? And in fact, there was this uh, troop called the Napoleon crew. They were all fined $100 23 of them because they didn't have a mask on their float. I guess really? in 2020, everybody would yeah. have been covered. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A mask. And then there's actually some Mardi Gras crews that are just all women also. And wow. they dress up as men. So you wouldn't know. It's kind of crazy. Oh. So they throw about 25 million pounds of beads from these parades as they go through the city of New Orleans. Did you know the beads actually used to clog the drains and the <laughs> sewers in New Orleans? And for years they had problems after Mardi Gras with storm drains backing up. But in 2018, they put in gutter buddies that catch the beads now. It took them that long? Yeah, oh really? Long. How drunk were they? I mean, I figured that out by the time you finished the sentence. Put something in front of the drains. And then another funny thing is Santa is involved in Mardi Gras. Now, how's that? Yeah, so I guess in the 1880s, Santa showed up at Mardi Gras tossing beads out. And now it's become a tradition that Santa Claus shows up in the Mardi Gras parade every year. It is I didn't his, know that. It's his off season, so he can do he, whatever he, just he wants. He keeps yeah. giving. Yeah. <laughs> He's a party guy. This yeah. is fun stuff. So I thought that was all kind of cool. So that's some little inside information for Mardi Gras you can take with you today. Stats, stacks of Mardi Gras facts. There we go. And you don't have to do anything wild to get the beads, right? Uh, <laughs> no, not technically. <laughs> but you get more beads. <laughs> yeah, you will. 627. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Who Was Right Last Night, and this morning we're welcoming Marie into the B105 courtroom. Good morning, Marie. Good morning. And you have a problem with a friend that you don't want to name on here because you're going to throw them under the bus. Correct. Yeah, I don't want to say her name. And this particular friend is what we refer to, and I think we all have, as the bad news friend. Uh Basically, the only time you hear from them is when there's some bad news to share. That's right. Yeah, it's not, how are you? How's your life? It's, look what just happened. That's extremely sad. And this is the only thing they'll ever reach out to you about. It's never anything good. It's always this. Oh, yeah. It's texting, but it's also through Messenger. It's you know, look at the story. Richard Belzer, um, you know, famous law and order actor, passes away. That was just the other day, Richard Belzer. So they sent you that. Yes. That's random. Are you like a big law and order fan or that just is what's sad in the world and she's sharing no. with you? I mean, I definitely like true crime. So maybe she thinks it correlates. The one before that that she sent was about, you know, President Jimmy Carter entering hospice. 
Is this person in your phone is like bad news, Tina, or <laughs> depressing? So, which is horrible. I'm Jimmy Carter uh, going home to hospice for the rest of his life yeah. now. But, I mean, you probably saw that everywhere before she sent it to you. Yeah, absolutely. It was all over the news. It was, it was you know, push notifications from the local news station. So I was aware of it. I didn't need her to reset it. Now, obviously, it's, uh, you it's, guys are friends outside of just, you know, texting back and forth. And when you guys are together and you guys are, like, having cake or something, is she the Debbie Downer that has to point out how many people choke and die on cake every year? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? What is she like in person? In person, she's great. I mean, we we talk about our families and, and you know, normal happy things, but it's just through the, the week she'll just send very sad stories, very... Oh. <laughs> Last week, she sent me the one where Bruce Willis has dementia, upgraded his original diagnosis. Um, so, in between yeah. Richard Belzer, Jimmy Carter, and Bruce Willis, there were there was no other correspondence between you two about anything? Nope. And no sharing of anything happy. <laughs> That's very odd. Yeah. Marie, would you like to make a closing argument before we go to the jury here today? I would just like, every once in a while, it to be a happy article or a conversation that that doesn't revolve around something sad. Stat, juror number one. Uh, I just called my buddy Travis out. He is my Debbie Downer. He was the one that always reached out when I had a, a classmate that was sick or, oh, did you see old teachers fighting cancer or something? And I finally just told him, like, Travis, tell me something good going on in your life. <laughs> and, and it kind of made him realize he didn't recognize that that was all he was doing. So maybe your, your friend just doesn't realize that they're negative names. Nancy. Just tell them. Negative Nancy, Debbie Downer. Yeah. There's so many. I, I guess just be honest. I guess I'm team friend. Just keep the conversation going. <laughs> Ashley? And I need to know sometimes before like bad news just gets dropped on me. I think you should tell your friend, hey, before you send me all this bad stuff, make sure I'm in the right headspace to receive this negative energy. Mm -hmm. Like, do I want to know about this? Is this how I want to start my day? So I'm putting it on you to tell them how you feel. That's what I would do. I'd be like, look, I don't need to know this all the time. You got to make sure I'm in the right headspace over here. So, so Team I'm, Marie? Team Marie. Okay. I, I'm going to go Team Friend. And here's my reasoning what behind that is that I know that they're probably just thinking, hey, I'm sharing this story. And she, you're probably not the only one that she shares it with. But sometimes it's helpful to know things like this because a couple of years ago on Facebook, I wished happy birthday to a high school friend. And then I had like 50 other high school friends message me and uh -oh. say, by the way, they passed away oh, last no. year. And I'm like, wish them happy birthday like they're alive. So I, I'm kind of like, that That might have been nice to know had somebody messaged yeah. me that they passed away. So I'm going to go team downer friend. So by a score of two to one, we have determined that your bad news friend was right on their last text message. But let's see what our B105 audience has to say. Thank you, guys. Yeah, time for the jury to step up through the B105 app or at 749-B105. What to do with the downer friend right now. B105 traffic. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, who was right last night? Just moments ago, we had Marie on who has a friend that she calls the bad news friend, that the only time she ever receives like a text or a message from her is to let her know about something. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Something terrible happening. A celebrity dying or somebody being sick or just some tragedy. And uh, by a score, though, of two to one, we did side with the friend in our uh, Who Was Right Last Night jury room there. But we have an amazing amount of replies coming through the B105 app right now. Yeah, like Mackenzie, she wrote, Team Marie, I agree with Ashley. Like, just let me know. Then we can talk about it if I'm in the mindset to do so. So I think it's all about setting a boundary. Caitlin writes in and says she could see both sides. She has a friend in her life that whenever she's telling a story, the friend says, oh, that's stupid. Like she was telling a story about a puppy, and I guess she spun it into some dark and negative place. Oh. But she just talked it out. And uh, Lori wrote in through the app and says, my, <laughs> my mother-in-law is the exact same way. It's always bad or sad news and totally can ruin a day. I think if you send bad, sad news, you have to follow it with something positive. Too much negative can make you avoid that person. Agreed. Send a picture of puppies or something. Yeah, balance it out. Oh, yeah. A good balance is right. Hey, if you've got something you want us to settle on who was right last night, call our line, 513-699-4423. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, looking at mostly sunny 53 today. There's a chance of showers, but 68 tomorrow. And then here we go back into the 70s on Thursday. And, you know, I'm like a lot of folks. I'm starting to think, man, we're going to have an early spring. Are we going to start having to cut our grass here uh -oh. pretty soon? So I do this every year. I take my lawnmower over to Crescent Springs Hardware near my house. They, they service your mower. You know, they sharpen the blade. They, you know, change the oil, the spark plug. They get it just in tip-top shape. And I thought, well, I'm going to do that yesterday. I'm going to get it in my back of my truck and take it over there and get a head start on it because who knows when I'm going to have to mow. It's very responsible of you. Yeah, yeah, so I get over there, and, I, of course, I decide to try to be funny on Facebook. So I take a picture of my mower in the back of my truck, and I say, I'd, I'd like to think that having my mower serviced every year is the most Hank Hill thing I do. <laughs> but upon further reflection, I think Hank would be horrified I'm not doing it myself myself and next oh. to the picture of my mower i got a shocked hank hill face going oh, <laughs> you know blah as he always would do so i'm just putting it up as fun and then people start dogging on me they're like dave oh. the disappointment is real i expected better from you oh like that, they expect you to be able to fix it well fix it i could do it but i have reached the point in my life now where i'm like <laughs> if it's just one less thing to do. I'm going to pay somebody to do it and to do it right. I feel that. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, I know <laughs> I'm not going to get any support from Statman on this. No, so I support you. I, Cutting your grass and working on a mower are two different things yeah. in, in total. You know how to use the tool. It doesn't mean you have to fix the tool. No, I mean, and I could do all that stuff. I mean, I could get out my, you know, file and sit there like Billy Bob Thornton mm -hmm. and sling blade, sharpening the lawnmower blade, but I don't want to do it. I, you know, I'll pay 40 bucks 
much for somebody else to do it. What about you, Stat? How does this work in your world? Uh, I hit so many rocks with my mower that I ding my blades up so much, I just put new ones on every year. But you, you do it yourself. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. But I, sharpening takes a long time. You got to count each side to balance it out just right. And I just put a new one on. Okay, there. so this all stems from me with you talking about the blade from a few years ago. I did try to service my mower myself and take the blade off and sharpen it, okay? Uh-huh. I did it. I thought I got a nice little edge on the blade and it wasn't cutting worth a flip. I mean, this oh, thing, no. it felt like it was just bending the grass over. I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? So I loaded it up in my truck. I took it over to Crescent Springs Hardware and basically almost a scene right out of Sling Blade there. I'm like, they're like, oh, well, here's your problem. You put the... <laughs> You put the blade on backwards. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. I actually, you tempted it. Did so, you even look it up on YouTube? Well, yeah, but I, I had it the way the blade was turning. It was the dull <laughs> side that was hitting the grass. <laughs> so it wasn't the sharpened side. Well, I think it's easy for people on Facebook to throw shade no matter what. So, like, whatever yeah. you would have done... Somebody would have had a problem with it. I thought I was just being responsible trying to take care of my mower, and people are like, I do it myself. Good for you, Steve. Yeah, thank you very (laughs) much, Jim, for for making me feel... I don't feel like any less of a man, should I? Well, no, don't feel less of a man, because you're actually doing the right thing by getting your mower serviced. I mean, that's a responsible thing as a mower owner. I'll be honest with you, I can't remember when I changed the oil in my mower last. the, The key turns, it fires up, I keep mowing. And I watched Officer Nick and like two of his buddies tried to change a blade on a mower once. Just, I think you did the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. All right, well, I feel better now. Get it Thank- fixed the first time with this the was, right people. This was very therapeutic. Oh, but Hank Hill would not day. be proud. Yeah. You were right on that. Yeah. Yeah. Not happy. It's a 7.15. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. B105 wants to pay your bills with $20,000. I'm telling you, by the skin of your teeth, Shelly Haverbush, you got through within 10 minutes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it close. Now you've got 100 bucks, girl. Yay. Yeah, and that's not all, Shelly. Yeah, you're in the running for B105 to pay your bills with $20,000. That's awesome. So what, what would you do with that cash, Shelly? I'm going to probably take a nice vacation. To where? I have no idea. <laughs> Somewhere I normally wouldn't go. Yeah, just get out a map and throw a dart at it, right? Exactly. Wherever it lands. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to Idaho. All right. <laughs> you can stay in the potato. It's an Airbnb. <laughs> all right, well, there, there's something everywhere. Hey, Shelly, first of all, thank you for having the B105 app downloaded and registered on your phone. And, of course, thank you for listening to B105. Thank you. Okay, and Grover Collins, the large one, will have another name coming up this morning at 1140 right here on B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming from East Amherst, New York, and started on Christmas Day in 1982. That's the day James Kroger's son, James Bubba Kroger, was born, and the day that James decided to put together a time capsule. The plan was for Bubba to open it on his 50th birthday. So grabbing a large storage trunk, he began to fill it with all 1982 had to offer. He started with some magazines. Magazines, Time, TV Guide, Sports Illustrated, things like that, and shared what happened next with ABC7 in Buffalo. 
it did sort of uh, get out of hand. After I hit the magazine stand, then we got into other things as well. Yeah, other things like some books, including 1982's bestseller, Real Men Don't Eat Quiche, plastic <laughs> sleeves filled with baseball cards, and popular albums from 1982, including Michael Jackson's Thriller. He also put in the must-have fashion item from 1982, a pair of Jordash jeans. But it's what he put in next that caused James Kroger to open the time capsule prematurely. The number one movie at that time was Rocky III. So James put an unopened VHS copy of the Sylvester Stallone movie in the trunk. But James was worried about something. But then I thought, if Bubba in 40, 50 years watches Rocky III... Probably he's going to be curious what Rocky 2 and Rocky 1 were like. <laughs> yeah, he'd be totally lost if you didn't see Rocky 1 or 2. So he put in unopened VHS copies of Rocky and Rocky 2 in the crate as well. Well, recently he heard that those unopened VHS tapes might be worth quite a bit of money. How much is quite a bit? Thousands of dollars. Oh so the time capsule was opened prematurely <laughs> and the tapes taken out and put up for bidding with heritage auctions. The auction closed last Friday. And just hours before being taken down, the whole collection of the three Rocky VHS tapes were running around $10,000. Whoa. But what did they end up selling for? I couldn't find it anywhere. My curiosity got the best <laughs> of me, so I emailed Heritage Auctions, and they were happy to share the information with me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Here we go. Rocky Two sold for $12,500. Oh Rocky Three $13,750. <laughs> and the unopened VHS copy of Rocky sold for an astonishing $27,500. Who Whoa. wants it that bad? That's amazing. It is. A total of $53,750. For VHS tapes. For unopened VHS oh tapes. Oh my gosh. Now, James did send Bubba, his son, who lives here in Cincinnati, the Jordash jeans, and they did fit. <laughs> but Bubba says he probably won't be wearing them too much. But it's not exactly my style anymore, so I will not be wearing those. But what about all that money, $53,000? Well, Bubba has an idea what his dad should do with it. I think he needs a new roof, so I think he'd like to, to fix his roof or some of that. Well, James isn't going to fix the roof. He says the money is going to be going to Bubba's two daughters, his granddaughters. Oh. And what about the time capsule now? <laughs> yeah. Put it down in the basement, let Bubba open it up when he turns 50. Which will be Christmas Day 2032. So there you go. To James Kroger, thank you for the good vibes this morning. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning, we've got 13-year-old Ethan. He is a 7th grader at Gray Middle School in Union KY, and he's ready to deliver the dad joke of the day. Let's have it, Ethan. What do you call somebody who doesn't fart in public? <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you, you call, call someone who doesn't, doesn't fart in public? A private tutor. <laughs> you keep telling jokes like that you're gonna need one of those after school every day ethan hey i hope you have a great day at gray middle school there in union ky and uh, they give you extra beans at the lunch today thank you thanks for checking out the big day podcast b105.com